All praises, all praises, all praises, honor and glory to the Most High Yahweh, and we do so by Hashem Yahweh Shah, man. Welcome me back, or welcoming me back, I guess you could say. Welcome me back, I guess you would say. I've been I've been really busy, if you guys ask me, really busy with uh personal life situations and everything like that. It has been a mess for me. But um you know, today, 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 we are going to be talking about um the Israelites will save the other nations from or sorry, the Israelites will save the other nations, Salakia. So when I say this, I think people get kind of bugged out when I say this because most of people's ideology or theology is talking about, you know, Christ saved the whole world. Um, Christ came down to save everybody and et cetera. And I think that's the main problem with, um, you know, I think that's the main problem with um, the religions, certain people's beliefs, et cetera, uh, when it comes to the Bible. But it's okay, right? Because everybody has their own ideology. Everybody has their own theology. So everybody has their own, you know, whatever they have, you know what I mean? So uh, we're going to talk about how the Israelites are going to save the other nations and Christ did not save the other nations. It's plain and simple to this day. It's very easy. Um, and etc. Uh, so, I all ready for this? <laughs> so, we are going to go, and I got my notes here. So, I'm probably going to go, I wouldn't say quick, but I'm just going to say I'm going to go kind of smooth, kind of chill. You know what I mean? I need to work on that within myself and just kind of just talk and talk in a chill way and in a nice way, you know, I I guess so. And not and not really yell, you know, I guess. But when I get into it, I get into it. So I don't know what to tell y'all. You know what I mean? But anyway, Malachi Malachi 4 and 1. Malachi 4 and 1. But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted, exalted above the hills, and people shall flow onto it, right? So this is an end-time prophecy waiting to happen, okay? This is just an end-time prophecy way, waiting to happen. So there's going, there's going to be people that are going to flow uh that are going to to uh there's going to be people that are going to flow into the mountain right who are these people right so we need to understand who are these people etc verse two and many nations shall come and say come and let us go up to the mountain so this is so the people are the nations <laughs> Uh, let me reread this again. And many nations shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and the house of God of Jacob. And he will teach us his ways and we 
will walk in his paths for the law shall go out of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So the other nations are going to be calling God, the God of Jacob, right? To teach their ways. And who's going to teach him? Who's going to teach him? The Israelites are going to teach him. And do y'all know why that, that the Israelites are going to teach them? And here's why. Zechariah. Let's go to Zechariah 8. I'm kind of going to jump around here. Where is it? Uh, yes. Zechariah 8. Zechariah 8 and 23. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, in those days it shall come to pass that ten men shall take hold up, uh, hold out of all languages of the, of the nations, even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew, saying, we will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Right? So this is going to happen where the Israelites and the other nations are going to be wanting to get taught by, or sorry, that the, that the other nations, which are heathens, are going to be taught or going to want to be taught by the Israelites. And I want to say this too, for the people that believe that the 613 commandments are done and away with, it says in the end time prophecy, That they will be teaching. Let's just re let's just read this one more time. Verse two. And many nations shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. So the nations will go up to, to the mountain of the Lord and do what? To the house of the God of Jacob. And he and and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in the paths for the law shall go forth out of Zion. So the other nations are going to go up to the mountain, the God of Jacob, not their God, the God of Jacob to learn the law and to learn their ways. So we, the Israelites, are going to be teaching the other nations. Completely very simple. <laughs> Very simple, very simple, okay? Very simple, all right? Very, very, very. The third verse, let's go to the third verse. And it shall, and he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into, uh, into fellow shares and their spears into purring hooks. Nations shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. So what is this verse talking about, right? This verse is simply talking about the other nations won't be going to war anymore. There will be no more war because the Israelites will have control of the world, they are going and let and let let me say this. The Israelites will have more will not more, but will have control 
of world order. So the so the whole world won't be of w- wickedness. Right? And let and let let me just say this too. I want to read this too real quick before cuz I can hear certain people that hear this podcast and they're like, "Well, we're in the new covenant." We're in a new covenant, and the covenant is for everybody, right? <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Y'all already know where I'm going to, people that know me. Uh, there it is. Hebrews 8. Uh, yeah, Hebrews 8 and 8. For finding fault with them, he saith, "Before, uh, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Jacob." So the covenant is is only for the house of Israel and the house of Jacob. It's not for any other nation, right? Now let's drop down to, uh. Let's drop down to, let's drop to verse 12 in Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8, verse 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Right? So what does that mean? So when the new covenant comes into place, everybody, well, not everybody, but the Israelites and the house of, J, uh, the house of Judah will be perfect. So we are going to be perfect. The Israelites will be perfect, but the other nations won't be perfect because the covenant is not with them. That's why the Israelites have to save them and have to teach them their ways. That is why. Like, it's crazy. The Israelites are going to be teaching them their ways. Simple as as that. And then let's go to verse. Let's go back to verse 10. Let's actually go to verse 10 and let's read this. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Right? This is not for everybody. This is not for the other nations. This is not for the Edomites, the Hamites, the um, Moabites. This is for the Israelites. So the Israelites will be perfect. Like I just said, there we are going to know the whole law. And that's the reason why that the other nations is Zechariah 8.23 in Malachi 4 and 2, that they are going to uh, learn from the Jew because a Jew is going to be perfect when the new covenant comes into play. 
Come on now. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> Let's go back to Zechariah, man. Let's go back to Zechariah, right? Let's go back to Zechariah. <laughs> Zechariah 2, Zechariah 2 and 8, right? Zechariah 2 and 8. For this saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory have have he sent uh, sent me unto the nations which spoiled you, for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. So the other nations that touch the Israelites also touch God himself. And this is the reason why that the other nations, including this one, Babylon, spiritually Babylon, which is called, which is the uh, the U USA, is going to be destroyed. See, just off topic. I want want to say this too. I want to say this too, right? I want to say this. Why is it? That certain people believe that these nations are not going to get what they deserve. People believe that other nations are not going to get what they de what they deserve. They don't believe that the other nations are going to get the judgment from the Most High. But the Most High promised that he was going to deliver judgment upon every nation. So do you know what that means? That means if you believe that the other nations can just believe on Christ and they're saved, everybody can be saved, then that means they have it better than the Israelites, than the, than the chosen people. That's remarkable. That's remarkable. We need to understand that, and this is the honest truth, we need to understand that the Israelites, if you think they had to face captivity because they had to, what makes you think the other nations won't either? Come on now. Let's really think about this now. Let's really think about this now. Come on now. Anyway, verse nine. Before behold, I will shake my hand upon them and they shall be a spoil to their servants. And ye shall know that the Lord of hosts have sent me. Right. So what is verse nine talking about? Other nation servants will turn from their masters. That's all it's really saying, right? That's all it's saying. Verse 10. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. So the God, so sorry, not, not the God, Yahweh is going to rejoice with the Israelites. So he's going to Rejoice with the Israelites and dwell with us. He's going to re rejoice with us and dwell in us. 
not the other nations though, right? And that's what we need to understand too. He doesn't dwell with no one but the Israelites, his own people. That's who he dwells with, it's his own people. And let's go to verse 11. And many nations shall be joined to the, to the Lord in that day and shall be my people. And I will dwell in the midst of thee and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts have sent me unto thee. Right? So this is only, only, this is only because other nations will be joined with us if they follow us. That, that hey, that's the only way. That's the only way. That's the only way that other nations can even dwell with us is if they follow us. And this is why I keep saying Christ did not come to save everybody. Christ did not come to save the whole world, not the whole nation, whatever the case may be. He came to save the, his own people. Let's go to Matthew, man. I want to read this real quick because a lot of people just, I, I just don't understand. Like, we just have to beat this into, every, in, into everybody's head. Matthew 15 and 24, but he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the, of the house of Israel. He ain't sent to nobody but the house of Israel. So how is he saving everybody else? But he said his own mouth, I'm only sent unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. How does that make sense? Come on now. Come on now. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. This is where the kicker comes, right? This is where the kicker comes. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60 and 1. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. What does this mean? It only means that the Israelites shine, will shine, and God's light will rise upon the Israelites. That's all it's saying, right? Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. The Israelites are are the light when the rest of the world is of darkness. So we are the light to the whole world. The Israelites are the light to the whole world, right? Simple. Verse Number three, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. So this is talking about the other nations will come to the light. And who is the light? Well, that's simple. <laughs> the light is the Israelites, baby. The light is the Israelites, baby. <laughs> it's plain and simple. The light is the Israelites, man. Like, that's just that's just the honest truth. The light is the Israelites. The, the light is not anybody else. 
but the Israelites. So we are going to be a light to the to the Gentiles. And actually, let's go to Isaiah 49. Isaiah 49 and 6. And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest, uh, shouldest, shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the earth. I had to pause right there. Why? Because like I said before, I say this to every single body. The Israelites are going to be a savior to the other nations because Christ did not come to save everybody. How many times do I have to say this? How many times do I have to say this? It's even crazier when in time prophecy, because Isaiah 49 and 6 is talking about pro uh, prophecy with Christ. Christ is saying, or not Christ, who is it? I'm right quick. Believe in. Yeah, this is a prophecy. Yeah, this is the Lord speaking, actually. I believe so. Yeah, this is the Lord because five. Now the Lord said that from the oh yeah, yes sir. This is a prophecy that has to do with Christ, and He's going to give His salvation to the Israelites, so the Israelites can give His or give their salvation to the world. Mm -mm -mm, man. Christ came to save the whole world. <laughs> John 3, 16. But, 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 but Paul said, but Paul said, you know, like, it's crazy, but it's, it's just true, man. That Israelites are going to be the salvation to the whole world. Simple. Because Christ only came to save the Israelites. Man, I've been wanting to do this podcast for a minute. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a minute. For a minute. Right? Isaiah 60 verse 8. We're going to jump all the way down to 8. Who are those that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? These are the other nations that are coming, okay? They are coming to the windows. These are the other nations are the clouds like doves trying to come into the window. <laughs> Simple, okay? These are other nations. Verse 9, surely the Isels, the Isels, shall wait for me and the ships of of tar uh tarshisha first to bring thy sons from far their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the lord thy god and the holy one of israel because he have glorified thee right 
So this is just saying that the other nations will bring their gold and silver to Israel. These are in verse eight, who fly as a cloud like doves in their windows. These are the other nations that will give the Israelites their silver and their gold, basically. Verse 10. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls and their kings shall minister unto thee. For my, for in my wrath I, I smite thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. Right? The other nations will build up the walls for Israel. That to me sounds like captivity, if you ask me. That sounds like a little bit of slavery. <laughs> that sounds like slavery. That sounds like for the other nations, it won't be so peaceful, but it'll be some type of uh, slavery, captivity into play. And also, we have to understand that their kings will also follow the Israelites. Right? Kind of AKA, they're going to serve the Israelites, if you ask me. Right? Mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. It's crazy. Verse 11. Therefore thy gates shall be open continually. So this is, of course, this whole thing is in time prophecy. This whole thing. Therefore thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night. So the nations are going to come up or they're going to come to the gate and they're going to give us. What are they going to give us? They're going to give us money. They're going to give us silver and gold. Like the Bible states in verse 10. Mm -mm -mm. That men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles and that their kings may be brought. Oh my goodness, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. So we are going to pertain silver and gold. The other nations leaders are going to be brought to us. Right. Are going to be brought to us and then serve us just like their other uh, nations did to him or or whoever rules the nation at that time. Right. And they're going to serve the Israelites. And then our gates are going, going to be open day and night just for them to come in and give us money. Oh, man, that is. Oh, man, I want to give all praise, honor, and glory to, to the most high, man. Let's give him a round of applause, man. Let's give him a round of applause, man. All praises to the, to the most high, man. Do y'all not think that that's what the Israelites deserve? For all the punishment that they have gotten? Come on, man. 
Verse 12, for the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. So the other nations have to serve the Israelites. The other nations have to serve the Israelites. But here's the crazy part, too. I hear Christians that always say, oh, well, I'm not going to serve the Israelites. I don't care. I only serve Christ. I only serve Jesus. I only serve this. No, you're going to serve the Israelites as well. You're going to serve us, too. <laughs> you're going to serve us. And see, and this is why I always say Christians don't know anything about the Bible. They don't know anything about the Bible. They don't hardly know anything about end time prophecy, don't know too much about anything. All they know is stories, Paul's letters, and a little bit of Christ. But, and that's it. It's crazy. Yay. Those nations shall be utterly wasted. So if you don't serve the Israelites, your nation is going to be wasted. Man, listen. And this too, I want to say this too. I got one more thing for y'all too. Got one more thing for y'all too. I want to give you guys a little dagger, right? Let's go to Matthew Matthew 27. Let's go to Matthew 27, right? I just want to give y'all this too. Matthew 27. So I'm going to prove right now. I'm going to prove whose blood was shed for. Who, whose Christ's bloodshed was shed for, right? Matthew 27, verse 22. Pilate says unto them, what shall I do then? with Jesus, which is called Christ. They all said, so who is they all said? These are the Jews that are speaking to Pilate of a damn near multitude of them, <laughs> you can say, right? They all say unto him, let him be crucified. So the Jews wanted Pilate, or no, no, no. Well, yeah, they wanted Pilate to crucify crucify him. They say crucify him. We want him gone, right? Then it says, and the governor said, why, why, what evil have he done? But they cried out the more saying, let him be crucified. Verse 24, when Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this person. See ye to it. So Pilate said, hey, man, you know, I'm I'm innocent to this dude. I haven't done anything. And I mean, I'm just. I'm going to just tell y'all right now, I haven't done anything. I'm innocent of what y'all are trying to do. And let's look at the, and let's, and let's, and let's look at verse 25, man. Verse 25. Then answered all the people, 
So this multitude of Jews said, his blood be on us and on our children. So I just want everybody to understand this. So how in this and this goes for every Christian, how is Christ's blood shed for everybody when he died on that cross? When in Matthew 27 and verse 25 says that the multitude, which is the Jews, said that his blood be on us, <laughs> his blood be on the Jews and on our people. So how is that dealing with everybody else? It's not. His bloodshed was only for the Israelites, man. And that's just the honest truth about that. And if you don't believe that, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just don't know what to, what to tell y'all, right? Well, let's go here, man. This is my last scripture, man, for this, right? This is Acts 5, Acts 5 and 31. Probably one of my top 10 favorites, man. Acts 5 and 31. Acts 5 and 31. Him have, him have, ex, uh, sorry, him have God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. I just want to say, man, you know, that. The other nations are going to be saved through the Israelites and not Christ, because, of course, Christ did not come for everybody. I want to give all praises, honor and glory to the Mosah, Yahweh, and his begotten son, Yahweh Shah. Until next time, Shalom. Peace.